Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're married with a business. We're here to share some tips and tricks, a little bit about our life as a married couple that own and operate a business together. And some of the things we're learning about running a business. And listen, that's the fun part about this. Like we are business owners too. We make mistakes. We learn along the way as well. Yeah. So we're there with you. Allison, how are things going? Things are great. We uh it's a little cold today. Very cold today. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, my kids decided they wanted to make paper mache Boba Fett helmets. Okay. So I figured out how to make paper mache, first of all. And we got balloons and we made paper mache. And they've been sitting on the kitchen table for weeks. For weeks. And so I said to them yesterday, tomorrow's the day. Because usually I have a one-week rule. It's got to be gone within a week. They need to get off the counter. Yeah. I said, you either need to make the helmet or they got to go. So they decided that they wanted to destroy the paper mache. So they wanted to know if they could go outside and uh, use some stuff the kids had 3D printed to trash them. And they did. And it was hilarious. In their pajamas, in their Crocs, in 10 degree weather outside, crushing these paper mache spheres because they never did they anything never with them. The we just used a balloon and made like they paper mache. Like paper mache circles, yes. globes that they made. Yeah. It was fun. It was cute. They had a great time. I'm glad they had a good time. I looked out the window and saw them. And I'm like, what are they doing outside in their pajamas? It's 10 degrees out there. And then I saw them destroying and kicking these and paper mache spheres. And, the, and then they proceeded to fill the table back up with kiwi crates. Yeah, right. So, you know, it's always something with them. It's like a craft. It's like the never ending craft table. But... They're being creative and learning and having fun. Yes, they are. And I let it, and that's fine. We just don't use the table for anything but crafting. And that came up because of COVID. We switched to eating in the dining room so that that table could be a project table. We, started, we actually started using our formal dining room during COVID to eat dinner. And then they started using the kitchen table as their crafting table. And that's kind of stuck. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's, an, it's formal. We're very formal in our family. We you are know. very formal, formal <laughs> dining room. Uh, Allison, this week we've got a topic that we've touched on before, but we're kind of diving a little deeper deeper into this week. Um, we do a, we call it a planning meeting or, a, um, you know, uh, we call it, we, that's what we call it. Our annual planning meeting. We call it a lot of things depending on how we're setting it up. The but owner's this, retreat, the planning meeting, you but, know, but this year we changed it pretty drastically. We broke it in. We broke what we used to do in one, like two or three day meeting into three separate meetings. Yeah, we've talked in previous episodes about how we used to do an owner's retreat where we would go away and go through what we call the SOAP, the sales, admin, owners, and production, and kind of talk about every aspect of the business. Well, as we've gotten bigger, and it's more than just you and me, we got to the point where it got a little difficult because we didn't know the answers to some of our own questions. Right. So we've played with this and we've done things where we've had some key people come and some you know, different formats of all of this. And this year, because we have, we're a much bigger team, we decided that um, let's have everybody come in one day and we'll kind of um, do a whole day retreat away from the office. Yeah. So, you know, we took this meeting and we broke it into the the key office you know, staff to yeah. come on that one day, sort of, we called it a retreat. It was at our local Lumberyards conference room, which was great. It was perfect for our space. That was a perfect space for what we needed. Yeah. And I wanted to do it outside of the office to make it a little bit special, a little reduce their distractions. There was no phone, um, you know, make it a little bit more of a day, but I also didn't want to spend a lot of money on it because you don't, you want to, you don't always have to make it 
big and flashy and expensive. So we just partnered with one of our vendors. Yeah, Cape Cod Lumber was great. They allowed us to come to their space. We took uh, a, a period of time, about an hour, and we did a tour of their space. And we kind of looked at things and people saw some stuff. So that was kind of fun as well. Um, but so that was sort of meeting one. And then meeting two uh, was our key manager and, and you and I. Yeah, and our production manager has been with us 30 years. So he's, you know, for us, he's real valuable in the planning process. Yeah. He's part of the family. He's, his, his input is very important to even the overall, you know, owner like decisions that we have to make. And again, that was off site so that everyone could be free to talk and chat. Um, this year we did it at our house again, keeping costs down COVID. We didn't want to be with too many other people. Yeah. And then for the final meeting of the three meetings that make this one thing is, um, is you and I took a weekend and I, was it two nights away? We went two yeah, nights. Yeah, it was two nights. It was a Friday, Saturday. So we kind of did like a, a, a quasi owner's retreat and we went away. We stayed in a hotel room for two nights. Uh, we spent the day, you know, kind of going through the owners and personal goals, setting things that we needed to. And then in the evenings we had a nice dinners or hung out and spent time together. Yeah. And again, we picked um, extended stay hotels. This one was uh, just a Fairfield Inn that had um, a suite. It had a little work area and a hotel room. Again, nothing expensive, nothing flashy, just away. And we always do it within two hours of the house because this is a work meeting. This isn't this isn't a romantic getaway, even though we do want to incorporate some personal time and debriefing and relaxing and checking out something new. Yeah, um, but let's let's start with the big meeting that we had everybody come to um, at Cape Cod Lumber in their in their uh, conference room there, Allison, and talk to us a little bit about, you know, what were some of the the goals of that meeting? What How did we kind of, you know, schedule our timer use that day? Yeah, so for me, I wanted, I had so much I wanted to incorporate. I wanted to incorporate some team building. I wanted to incorporate some education. And I really wanted to kind of get people to think about what's working and what's not working kind of SWAT. So we opened the day with a review of our core values that we'd been working on, you know, verbalizing over the last couple of years and kind of started with that. And we had some breakfast foods. And then I had everybody share um, the best thing that's happened in the 90, in the last 90 days. Everyone had to share something that's working in the company. Everything, one had to share something that they thought we needed to improve in the company and what they hoped, hoped to get out of the day. And as everyone was sharing, I acted as kind of a facilitator and we wrote everything down so that at the end of the day, we could kind of make sure we hit on everybody's points. And you and I tried really hard in this meeting as owners to not sort of overstep or, um, you know, we, we wanted everybody to kind of speak their mind and say, you know, have their, have their, be able to share their opinions during that meeting. Yeah. So for this meeting, for me, I really tried to act as a facilitator to pull out more information and not give my thoughts or feelings. I, you know, whether I agreed or I didn't agree, I, you know, really said, okay, that's great. You know, wow. Um, let's write that down and think about it. Whether, um, well, I think there were there were there were some small things that kind of came out of that meeting that are things that are like, yes, we'd love to do that, but we can't do that now or it doesn't fit into the budget now. And then there was on the other end, there were, you know, some bigger picture ideas that, you know, I think that we are thinking about and may start implementing more. Yeah. And there were things that I that were they they just didn't get it. And that's fine because of their role in the company. They just don't understand things. Right. So they so I just tried very hard to facilitate and not um dictate 
what's right and what's wrong. This was a, for me, I looked at it as an information gathering session and a session for them to have a chance to be at the table. And and during that time when they were sort of giving their, what they wanted to improve or their expectations, it was interesting to hear, you know, because we had all different sort of levels of people. We had people who were management. We had people who worked in the sales department and people who worked in the production department and an admin. So it was really interesting just to hear what each kind of department's player had to put into the, the the information gathering. Yeah, it was kind of, it's the first time we've had so many people in one spot at one time listening to each other. And so w- after we kind of spent time in the first half of the morning doing that, um, and we did a little bit of, we did a couple of things. One, we we, we utilize Google calendars in our company. So we took some time. Um, one of our administrators, administrative assistants kind of walked everybody through how to use Google calendars. We have some team members who are super good at it and some team members that are still trying to grasp it. And so we did like a little training session there. Yeah. And I thought it was great because this admin had asked if she, could I do a presentation? Could I, you know, do some training on Google calendar? I was like, yeah, I really liked the initiative that she took um, that really showed her, you know, being in that ideal team player, that humble, hungry, smart, like in how she wants to help lead other people. So I thought that was a great initiative. And I also think it's great that, you know, even from our perspective as an owner, like sometimes when we say things to our team members, it kind of sounds preachy, I think, to them. It's like mom and dad are telling us we have to take out the trash, you know, where it's it was good to have, you know, Nicole come in and she took the time as sort of like this a person on the same level, like sort of a, a you know, not to say that we're not co- you and I aren't co-workers, but I think they look at us as a different, you know, on a different level. And so that was really good to have her do that. So she did great. And then we did a team building activity. I got a team building activity and I built the teams, um, which I thought was real interesting because some people were not pleased about the teams that they were put on, but I paired them specifically for what I thought were strengths and weaknesses so we could see how certain people would engage in an act and interact and stuff. And so we did the um, spaghetti tower marshmallow challenge. Yeah. And it was so hard. And I have to tell you, my team failed. Yeah. We were the, we were the worst team. Well, and it was kind of fun to watch because I, my team that I was on, our team won, and we had sort of the simplest one of all. And at, at the time when everybody was getting ready, we had sort of the the shortest one. We weren't trying to do Well, we tried a couple of different things, but we weren't trying to do anything crazy. And then we ended up winning with sort of the most, the least complex option. Yeah. And what was interesting about my team is I specifically stepped back and didn't lead and they were waiting to be led right? because I was the person on the team. They were waiting for direction and I was intentionally not directing. So I I think that's why we failed because they either didn't step up or they did their own thing. Well, and it was kind of interesting. So just to talk about this team, the team, the marshmallow, the spaghetti tower team building thing, and, and it's a good one to work with with the team. It was really interesting to see um, our team. I did the same thing. I did. I tried not to take a leadership role, and I was actually really happy that one of our employees, who has been been with us a long time, but he's moving up the ranks. He kind of took the reign for our team. And of everybody at the table, he was probably the lowest level person right. at the in in the room. Yeah, and he he did a great job. Your team. I look over a couple times and your team sort of broke into factions. Like you had one person doing one thing and another person doing one thing and not working together at one point. And I'm me like, in the middle trying to get them to yeah. engage. So it was it was a, it was really a, an interesting exercise. And then after that, you know, so we did that and then we we kind of 
piggyback that onto um, a little bit of leadership training where we watched a video. Yeah, so we are members of Entree Leadership, and they have a huge resources of um, videos and articles and things on their leader on their Entree Leadership Elite site. So we took advantage of that, and we watched a video with Christy Wright about communicating more effectively with your team, and I just kind of left it there. And then we we talked about it afterwards, and I kind of facilitated the conversation. Yeah, and then so that took us up to lunch, which was great. And then after lunch, um, and I know we've talked about this a lot. We talk about traction uh, with Gino Wickman, which is a great book, and that you and I have been working hard over the past year, may or last, give or take, to sort of implement more of these, you know, the VTO and the traction sort of plan into what you and I do. And so we kind of brought that group into helping us build that. Yeah, and we used traction as a book club book where. Um, you, me, and Mark, our other key manager, we read it, but we also invited everyone else to read it. And whether they did or they didn't, um, we explained to them that this was how we were going to be moving forward. So we kind of went through and asked them, what do we look like in 10 years? And I wrote down everybody's thoughts. Um, and then we talked about what do we look like in three to five years and what has to be true for us to look like that. So we kind of worked through those. And then um, then we went to our issues list and kind of wrote out, okay, what are all the things that are issues? And we tied back into what we had talked about in the opening with the issues list as well about what we could improve and what we're struggling with. And then we took that VTO, that, that traction system that Gina Wixman has in his book, um, and we took that and we gave commitments, rocks, to everybody uh, after that meeting, things that they had to do. If it was something as simple as, you know, listening to a book or reading a book or taking a training, an online course. And so then they came out of that meeting with action items to help us move forward over the next 90 days to get to these goals that we talked about setting. Yep. And I made a note for myself today in this week's stand-up meeting where we all share what our big three goals for the week are is I'm going to remind them that this week their big three goals shouldn't be their day-to-day. I want to know what their big three for this week are from their 90-day rocks because now now we're we're more than... 60 days in. So if they haven't been working on them, this is a good reminder and me to facilitate. Hey, don't forget, we said we were going to do all these things. So we were successful. So we did that meeting. We did it. That was the biggest we'd ever done it with the most people. What did, what did you and I learn from that meeting? Do you think? Um, it was exhausting. Yeah. I think that we learned who is on board and who is not really on board. Well, and I'll tell you, I'll I'll give you the story because it's, I think it's important to what, what we're doing here. So we had one key manager you know that key team key member key member not a make not a key manager but a key team member somebody who is you know was important to the day-to-day operations who um I'll put it this way, who kind of just decided that the meeting wasn't important and kind of flaked out on it and did not attend. They found it. They found an excuse not to come. Right. And so, you know, I think that was eye opening for us because we had said for weeks, weeks, months leading up to this, that this was an important meeting. Mandatory. You have yeah, to be there. Have to be there. Mandatory meeting. Don't come back if you don't come to this meeting. And, like. uh, and so that is the case. Yeah. That was the yeah. case. That person just is if they're not going to fit into what we're trying to do and what we're trying to build, then they're not going to fit in. And it, it was funny because I think seeing that and having that happen opened our eyes to trying to have a better understanding of, you know, if you're not on the bus, if you don't want to go on the trip, then maybe you shouldn't be a part of the team. If you don't want to play in the game, if you don't want to show up to practices, if you don't want to be on the bus, 
then maybe you shouldn't be on the team. And we were also very aware of who was engaged and who wasn't in the room and who was positive and participating and who was negative and not. And that long term does affect, you know, where you stand on the team and what opportunities you're going to have for the team. And if they don't realize it at this point, then that's a problem. Well, and I'll say this. There are some members of our team in that meeting who sometimes maybe we don't get the feel that they have buy-in, but in that meeting, they were very energetic and they were very into it. And they had, you know, and they had, they said goals for themselves and they, you know, and, and I think that that, that shows a lot to you and I as business owners. And I think it should show a lot to us as business owners. They may not, they may, there may be days where they're not performing their daily task well, but when they showed up to that meeting and they were engaged and they said, okay, here's the things I know I'm deficient at and I need to get better at. And, and as long as they're trying and continuing to work on those things, that's good. And there were times where I just stepped back as a facilitator and was quiet and let them suss it out. And it was a parent who, who's going to be a leader and who's may not be with us long term. And I think that's that I, that's that was really good about doing this meeting is it allowed us to take a look at that. We, I think, had questioned this person who decided to find an excuse to not come to the meeting. We had been questioning for a few months, like, are they a part of this? Do they want to be here for the growth? And I think this helped us kind of finally reconcile and answer that question finally. Yeah, you can't tell me that there's we don't listen, there's no room for growth, you know, we don't know what's going on when you don't participate, when you find reasons not to participate in those meetings when we're doing that as a team. Right, like, and, if you don't, and, that's, <laughs> and that was the thing. You didn't want to be there part of the team. If you don't want to be part of the team, I'm not, I can't make you be part of the team and maybe you'll be more successful somewhere else. And that doesn't mean you won't be more successful somewhere else. Maybe our model and our team doesn't work anymore, but these are great ways for us to... F- figure that out and step away from the day-to-day crazy to do it. Right. And so um, I thought that was, a, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited kind of keeping this format moving forward with having them, you know, and our whole, our whole group uh, come and sit in that meeting and do that. Then our second meeting of our planning meeting, um, and we should change it because it really wasn't a planning meeting. It was like planning meetings. It was like a planning, um, what do you call a, a group of meetings? I don't know. A gaggle of meetings. Series? A series or a planning series. Um the second meeting was a key, what we call our key manager one day. So that was my, you and I, and then our uh, production manager who oversees. So we're we're kind of like the key three in our in our company right now. Yeah, we do a level ten one day every, most quarters, once a quarter. So it was kind of that meeting as well. And so part of that was obviously we took a lot, we took a decent amount of time to sort of debrief about the first meeting, about the big meeting with everybody in it. Um, we reviewed sort of you know what the action items were out of that for everybody, what our thoughts were for that, and then we talk about you know the next year. We start planning our action items as the key three for the next year. We spent some time also, this was an interesting meeting as well, because our key manager is probably about 10 years, give or take, um, away from retirement. So we did also take a part of this meeting to work with him on, you know, maybe his retirement plan. Yeah. And I think... 10 years sounds like a really long time until we wrote, literally wrote 10 every year out on the board and said, okay, if you want to be ready to retire in 10 years, what do we need to do eight years, five years, three years? And I think it freaked 
All of us. All of us. Oh. All of us got <laughs> like, freaked out. I think that it got, I think it got a little scary and it got a little emotional. And so what we did was we kind of stepped back and said, okay, we'll, we'll talk more about this later, but this is kind of the timeline. Because for me, it's fine to do it with somebody else. But we also started the conversation, okay, if we want to move Allison out of general manager role in the next 10 years in, in collaboration with this, what, is, what does that timeline look like as well? And that was for both Mark and I, has been, was terrifying. Mark, Mark's been part of our company for 30 years. I was nine when he came on. I mean, we are siblings in yeah. so many ways because we've grown up together. Yeah, definitely. So uh, that was that. That also was a big part of that meeting. But it was kind of nice because it allowed us, because we did the first you know big meeting where we built all of the rocks and commitments in that first meeting with everybody. It allowed us to take this meeting with him and spend more time on bigger picture you know items, sort of like you know that thirty six thousand foot you know look down level at everything. So I I, I thought that that worked really well. So that was just one day. We we bought lunch, we brought lunch in, you know, we we broke it off into sections very similar where we spent some time in the morning talking about, you know, each item. And then then you and I now do what we're calling our owners weekend, uh, which is sort of meeting three of this. And owners weekend for you and I, um, again, a little different this year. Yeah, because we didn't have to go through every category and debrief it the way we usually do because we've already done it twice um it was it was it was a little different we we did go through and we reviewed again each department each person each thought um and then we kind of were able to spend some more time on bigger picture ideas for the business for the next three to five years you know flushing out some more of those things but we also use this time to build in some i call it workshop time Mm -hmm. because we are so busy with other things. Now we're pinned down in a hotel and we have to work on, you know, finishing updating the budget, looking at the marketing plan to get started. What 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 does Nicole have to gather? What do we what research questions do we have for each other in terms of statistics and those things? So yeah. it gives us a chance to really dig into those undistracted and then kind of catch up on some of the things people have asked us to do that we haven't had a chance to do. Yeah, I think I wrote like five or 10 blogs during that right. last couple of days. So, you know, it was a lot of, you know, that kind of stuff, but it did, you know, and we also, that we also still do to this day, we use that meeting, that time to really kind of hone in our budget for the next year. So by that time, you've probably are, you generally have built the budget and then we just kind of review it together and move things around or make changes that we need to make. But Yeah. And because we usually do this meeting in late October, early November, I know I'll have to adjust it a little bit, but I mean, I've got our data and our percentages go back 20 years. So it's aside from things that we know are going to change, like our rent because we're moving, um, we've we've got a real good sense of what the budget is. And we'll talk about budgeting in another episode. But, you know, using your past data as a template it makes it a lot easier. So back in season one and episode 11, we talked about this meeting and how we used to do it. It actually would be really interesting to go back and listen to that episode and listen to this episode because now we've we've kind of changed this whole process in the span of two years since we had last recorded that first episode. Um, I feel like every year it's a moving target. Yeah. What's going to work best this year? <laughs> yeah, it, it's cha- And it has. Like this meeting has changed a lot and keeps evolving over time. And that's because more players are coming into it, more people that we want to get information from that we want 
want to hear from and help us build the company. I think that's part of it. Two is our company continues to grow, which is a good thing. And I think that's part of it as well. You spend a little bit more time to be able to go through all of this stuff along the way. Like in our new office, we have a little bit bigger of a conference space. It's got a door on it. So do we go off site? Do we not go off site? We'll have to think about it and for for this coming year because it's going to our physical location and ability to do things will be different. But overall, like doing the meeting how we did it this year, breaking that what we used to do in three days or two days, two and a half days, now into pretty much four days, three and a half, four days, um, but all separate. Did you feel like it worked better? Yeah, I think I think it was a long time because we it was like we did one thing a week, but I think we got a lot of information. Um, and I want to make sure that as we're moving forward, though, we're tying, we keep tying back to it. Like I said, like this week, I want to make sure that even though we have a lot of other big things happening this week, that we do a check-in so that it doesn't fall by the wayside. I know that there are action items that you and I said we would do that we haven't done yet. And after the move, you know, we need to get back to those because we've just, we've not that they've, that not that they're not important, but the move and the home show are, are vital and they're right now and we have to finish these first. Yeah, and I think that's the, that's the one challenge. And you also have to remember, when you make commitments and you have a deadline, if you don't hit that deadline or you miss it, it needs to continue being a commitment. Just because you missed it, just because it was over, it doesn't mean you don't, I mean, hey, my thirty, my 90 days is up, I don't have to do that commitment now. No, it just it falls into your next Yeah, I have a couple that were January 1st and I'm like, oh, I'm not done with those. I They're still up on my board and I still have to get them done, but I just haven't because of other things have come up. Right, exactly. So, well, listen, guys, thanks for listening this week. Don't forget, you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible if you go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. Maybe you can get Traction by Gino Wickman. Great book. Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. Another great book. I mean, these are books, Allison, that we've both listened to audio versions of. Yeah, I've listened to Traction. I've got both the paper version and the audio version, and I just finished listening to the Ideal Team Player. That's our book club book for the quarter um, so that we can talk about it with our team. Yeah, so check it out. Audibletrial.com slash bizmarried to get a free 30 days of Audible on us. Thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget, find us online. You can look for us online. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at bizmarried or just search Facebook, Married with a Business. Look for us. We'll be there. we got a new website coming out very soon. So uh, definitely check it out if you get a chance. And uh, and don't forget to see us at uh, Build On Expo in, Mar- in April. Yeah, don't forget the Build On Expo coming up in Randolph, Massachusetts in April. Uh, we'll be there speaking, so check that out as well. You can find more information about that at capecodlumber.com. And also remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage. Because we're... Married with a business.